Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod, and I'm alone here today for this Friday morning episode. No Chris with me today, but we definitely have news to get into. We wouldn't want to miss out, especially after we had to uh, miss out on Monday's show. So we are here with some news for you today. But before we get into anything else, let's jump into a look at the weather headed into this weekend. So in Los Angeles, California today, it'll be mostly clear with a high of 84 and a mostly clear weekend ahead. In Houston, Texas, it'll be mostly cloudy today, a high of 91, with some clouds hanging around through the first half of the weekend, but clearing up uh, towards the end, and especially through Sunday. And then in Chicago, Illinois, there'll be some rain today, some, you know, some scattered showers with a high of 53 and a clear weekend ahead. In New York City, it'll be clear today with a high of 74 with a mostly clear weekend. I will say, though, New York City City, expect a drastic, drastic drop in your temperatures as Saturday is supposed to barely be in the 50s, around 55 maybe. So I guess mid 50s, 55, 57, but drastic difference between 74 and 55. So be prepared for that. But before we get into any news, uh, before we get into any news today and anything like that, I just want to take a moment because Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be able to get you guys a full Eye on the Ball episode on Tuesday just because of some things that are happening on my end, um, but I just wanted to give a little look at what's kind of happening in sports right now before we jump into anything else, right? Because we have reached the end of the regular season for the MLB. We are moving into the playoffs now, and we move into the wild card series, and those start today. Those will start today, and let's take a look at who is facing who um, in these matchups. So, we start off with the American League series, and we have the Tampa Bay Rays facing off against the Cleveland Guardians in the first matchup here, and the winner will go on to face the Yankees. The Toronto Blue Jays will be hosting the Seattle Mariners, and the winner of that series will go on to play the Houston Astros. Moving over to the National League, the Philadelphia Phillies will be at the St. Louis Cardinals. Winner will take on the Atlanta Braves. And the San Diego Padres will be at the New York Mets. And the winner of that series will take on the Dodgers. This is a three-game set for all of these series. Like I said, game start today. We'll go through the weekend, and then we'll move into the division series, uh, both in the American League and the National League, early next week. But one thing I wanted to mention as well while we're talking about sports is Aaron Judge hitting his 62nd home run. His 62nd, you guys. Oh my God, I was so ecstatic and so mad at myself because I missed it initially. I had to go back and watch it as a highlight because I had completely missed the start of the game and he hit it in his first at bat of the game. Oh, I was so, so mad at myself for this. Uh, I got caught up watching Netflix, and sometimes notifications uh, will stay at the top of the screen. You know, you have some, you have apps that you'll set as temporary banners, uh, or you can set them as permanent banners. I have a couple set as permanents, and I'll get caught up watching something and not remove the ones at the top of the screen uh, that stay there. And so they'll, and you know, you'll end up with a buildup. And so I missed the notification saying that the game was starting, and I wasn't paying attention to the time. And so I missed 
Aaron Judge's 62nd home run to take uh, the record, to break the record and set one of his own for the most home runs hit by a single player in a singular season in American League history. Insane. Uh, had tied Roger Maris's record last week at Toronto and wasn't able to hit his 62nd at home, but in the second-to-last game, of the season he managed to pull it off and it was a pretty good shot too it would have been out of the ballpark uh, at a, or at least uh, over the wall in 29 out of 30 of the major league ballparks so this was a great home run for him and oh he's going to get the contract of a lifetime and you know me you know if you listen to eye on the ball at all or have listened to the shows a little bit in the past you know I have a bit of a Yankees bias I'm a huge Yankees fan um so me personally I say make this man a lifetime Yankee immediately if the Yankees do not do this it'll be the biggest mistake I think we've ever made and whoever gets him will be the luckiest team on the planet just absolutely insane was only a few points away from getting the triple crown his batting average fell just short oh what a player what an amazing player I could go on forever about this man but uh, we do have news to talk about today so let's jump right into it here so last Friday let's get into some news from last week since we didn't get a show out to you on Monday last Friday the government was successful in avoiding a government shutdown by passing a continuing resolution on Friday the 30th of September the measure was originally passed in the Senate on Thursday by a vote of 72 to 25 with three senators not voting it then passed the house by a vote of 232 to 193 on Friday there was a bit more than just an extension to federal funding in this continuing resolution it also included 17 billion dollars for emergency spending which is expected to be used mostly for more aid to Ukraine and it also included 19 billion dollars given to FEMA for disaster relief. Those funds given to FEMA are what go towards helping in the recovery process for storms like Hurricanes Ian and Hurricane Fiona or for any other natural disasters that may occur in that time period. With the continuing resolution passed, many Congress members are returning to their home states and will be there for the large part of the next month and will remain until after Election Day. In the meantime, however, congressional staff will continue to work with appropriations on the negotiations for a final spending bill for the fiscal year of 2023. The continuing resolution passed keeps the government funded until December 16th, making that the deadline for Congress to either pass another continuing resolution or a final spending budget. Now, if you remember, uh, with last year's spending budget, this can be extended out in terms of the fiscal year 2022 budget, a final bill wasn't passed until March, so we will have to see how uh, this plays out, and we will keep you updated as always. Last week saw one of the most deadly storms in not only Florida's history, but the United States' history, as Hurricane Ian struck the state last Wednesday. The storm had been moving closer for days, including leaving millions of Cuban citizens without power the day before. 
Before the storm made landfall on Florida's southwest coast, the state sat at the top of global flight cancellations, with many beaches closing in that region well in advance as well. The storm made landfall just after 3 in the afternoon on Wednesday as a Category 4 storm with winds reaching as high as 150 miles an hour or just below Category 5 levels. By the end of the day, it had reduced down to a Category 2 storm heading northeast, but the damage it left in its wake was immense. Millions of Florida residents were left without power, which still has not been fully restored at the time of recording. Literal feet of water poured down over the state with many areas receiving over 20 inches of rain and the streets were left flooded and even included images of sharks swimming through these flooded areas. In the week since the storm left the state, 103 deaths have been confirmed across Florida due to hurricane related incidents. Officials report that most of these deaths have come from drownings and vehicle accidents. Hurricane Ian then moved over the Atlantic, where it traveled up the East Coast before making landfall once again as a Category 1 hurricane in South Carolina. Five deaths have been recorded in North Carolina as a result of the storm. President Biden officially declared Hurricane Ian as a natural disaster on Friday, and a combined local and federal effort has continued since then to try and recover from some of the damage caused. Rescue efforts have also continued since the storm left Florida, and all of these efforts will continue as we move deeper into the month of October. Early Tuesday morning, it was announced that North Korea had launched a missile that flew directly over the northern islands of Japan. In response, Japan raised alarms throughout the country on cell phones, radios, public speakers, and more, with warnings that evacuation may be necessary. This weapons test is just one of many that have been carried out by North Korea in recent times, with five coming in just the past week before the missile was launched, and 23 since January of this year. The long-ranged missile landed just outside Japan's eastern isolated region, which spans about 2,000 miles, and reached an altitude of approximately 702 miles, as reported by South Korean officials. This is the first time that North Korea has fired a missile over Japan since 2017, when tensions between the eastern nation and the U.S. had risen to a boiling point, and North Korea made threats of eliminating the U.S. territory of Guam. At that time, North Korea had also threatened the use of an intercontinental missile that could carry a nuclear warhead to the mainland United States. In response to this latest weapons test, the U.S. and South Korea have run joint military drills firing missiles into the waters just off the South Korean coast. The U.S., South Korea, and Japan have also been running joint military drills in the air and on the water to prepare for any possible conflict. However, the U.S. continues to set their sights on diplomacy rather than military action, as U.S. officials continue to say that they would be willing to return to the negotiation table with North Korea. Meanwhile, the road to sanctioning North Korea remains a hard one for the United Nations. The reason for this is because of Russia and China, who both hold veto power within the UN. In fact, the two countries had brought a halt to sanctioning efforts by the United Nations earlier this year, and no successful sanctions have been imposed on North Korea since then. Now, two days following that missile launch over Japan, 
North Korea launched two more missiles in quick succession towards its eastern waters, and the two launches came just minutes apart from one another. More updates on this will follow as details emerge. Former President Donald Trump has filed an emergency request to the Supreme Court asking them to review and overturn part of the decision from the appellate court last month regarding classified documents taken from Mar-a-Lago in August. The request was filed Tuesday and only included half of the ruling that came from the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals on September 21st. The ruling from the appellate court said in full that the Justice Department could resume reviewing 100 classified documents taken by the FBI in their raid of Mar-a-Lago back in August and also barred the special master reviewing all documents taken from the former president's residence from reviewing those same 100 documents. In regards to this emergency filing, Trump's team is only asking the Supreme Court to review and overturn the second portion, or the barring of the special master from reviewing the 100 documents described. In the filing, Trump's team wrote, quote, The latter part of the appeals court decision impairs substantially the ongoing time-sensitive work of the special master. Justice Clarence Thomas, who handles emergency requests from that circuit, gave the Justice Department until October 11th to respond to the request. Justice Thomas could act upon this application himself, but it is expected at this time that he will refer the application to the whole court. The court will then hold off on deciding whether to take up the case until the response comes in from the Justice Department. As more details emerge on this, of course, as always, we will keep you updated. Now moving into rapid news, the Florida gubernatorial debate between Ron DeSantis and Charlie Crist, originally scheduled for October 12th, has been postponed and will be held at a later point in the month, giving people a chance to recover from Hurricane Ian and give them a chance to tune into that debate. Also, OPEC Plus announced on Wednesday that it is slashing oil production by 2 million barrels a day, leading to worries of gas price increases across the United States. And finally, Elon Musk and Twitter are close to moving forward on a deal that would see Musk take over the platform for his original asking price of $44 billion. But now moving into good news, we actually have a good news uh, surrounding Hurricane Ian and everything that's happened there. So one woman who lives in Las Vegas uh, reached out on social media because she could not get in contact with her mother who lives in Florida and is 84 years old. She had said that her mother had lost her cell phone before the storm took place and the landline went dead when the hurricane moved in. So... There was one woman who was in the area, lived just nearby, and had the chance to go check on this woman's mother, and ended up waiting till the end of the storm, of course, when all the rain had kind of subsided and things calmed down a little bit, but still had to wade through chest high water to get to uh, the mother's house to check to see whether she was safe and okay. And it turns out she was. She was still perfectly safe, perfectly healthy, and everything was okay. Uh, the woman in Las Vegas and her mother got to share a quick phone call before uh, her mother's uh, hearing aids went dead, but the woman that went to go check on her did 
send a picture just to show that everything was okay. And the mother was then later rescued by a paddleboarder uh, who brought her to dry land. And mind you, the woman that went to go check on the mother was a complete stranger, had no idea who uh, the daughter was, had no idea who the mother was, uh, just was willing to step in and help out before they went, uh, her and her family went off to safety as well. You know, their house had been destroyed in the hurricane as well. They had suffered a lot from the hurricane as well, but they wanted to make sure that this woman was safe. They wanted to make sure that this, um, you know, this woman's mother was safe. So she waded through that chest high water, which, you know, is dangerous in its own right. Cause you, you know, there's a lot that, that resides in that water after a hurricane because of all the damage and because of just all the debris and everything. Um, and so she waded through that water, which in its own right wouldn't have been easy, but with that extra kind of, um, you know, that danger and everything else that's, that's in it. Just amazing to see people looking out for one another, even if they don't know each other, you know, to see that post go out on social media and to immediately take action when you could just get you and your family to safety to take the extra initiative to make sure that, uh, this other person's safe, that they're, you know, still alive and healthy and, uh, not suffering from the damage that was caused. So, just a nice little lighthearted story surrounding everything that's going on there. I thought it was a good way to end this episode. And you got to imagine that these rescue efforts, you can see, you can see the stories coming in all the time of people rescuing uh, strangers or friends or whoever else, just people pitching in in any way they can to help those still stranded and uh, struggling from Hurricane Ian. So what a story here to end it out today. But that is the end of this Friday morning episode, you guys. I will not be here Monday. Chris will be back, though, and he will be alone with you guys on Monday. So watch out for that. But in the meantime, have a great weekend, everyone. Follow us on Twitter. Links in the show notes. Read our uh, Medium articles and share us around, as always. But until... Monday morning for you guys with Chris. And until I return, uh, we'll see you later, guys.